Welcome back, boys and girls. Um, we've got quite a few topics to cover today, some follow-ups to previous videos and some new information and, of course, the lighter side of the news that I'd like to end on. First up, of course, uh, the British mercenary Cossack Gundy, uh, also known as Aidan Aslian, and also on Sky News was known as Johnny Wood. Uh, of course, uh, he's making the rounds on Russian television, uh, not keeping his mouth shut as I think he should, but then the rifle butt to the forehead probably um, convinced him to start talking. Uh, unfortunately, he's uh, not going to be making any friends in Ukraine with what he's been saying. После этого был первый раз, когда я увидел реальность. Это недостаток заботы о мирных. Они грабили супермаркеты, хотя мирным нужна была еда, чтобы выжить после того, как их окружали. И они забирали еду из магазинов, они препятствовали мирным жителям выходить, чтобы взять, например, воды. Например, в магазине, который грабили, они не давали мирным жителям взять воду. Они забирали все себе. Окей. This is all to be expected. I, I knew that they'd get the maximum propaganda value out of this. Well, he, that's not what he witnessed from what I understand. What they do is they show them clips of, you know, other, other areas, other regions, um, reported um, events that perpetrated by the other Ukrainian units. So he's not saying that he saw that. Um, he's saying that that was what he was shown and is apparently the reality. Of course, if you've uh, fallen down the steps twice, then uh, you'll... I shouldn't laugh, uh, but I can't help it. Um, you, you're going you're gonna to say whatever you're told to say. And again, uh, no laughing matter, actually. Uh, things a little bit of a darker turn for the worse. I can't verify this clip. I can't um, attest to its authenticity, but now making the rounds today is allegedly the new Zelensky youth. Here they are. Very young chap. They're, uh, what, they expect these guys to go up against the Russians, or the Chechens, the Spetsnaz? They wouldn't last five minutes. I know they all might think it's a jolly good day out, but this, that's, that's quite disturbing, isn't it? Meanwhile, uh, somewhere in Russia, again, don't know where, don't know when this clip was taken. Uh, this could have been before uh, the special operation, but this clip's now making the rounds today. Seemingly a lot of, uh, a lot of vehicles and a lot of fuel heading somewhere. Heading somewhere from somewhere, we do not know where, so take that and leave it as it is. Let's get on to some more uh, of today's news and follow-ups, because there has been some interesting developments, let's say. Uh, S-400 takes down Ukraine border attack chopper. This was mentioned in the briefing, uh, the Ministry of Defense briefing. Uh, they, they talked about this strike, and I mentioned it yesterday about a young child who was hit. A Ukrainian military helicopter, which conducted an attack on a Russian village on Thursday, was hit with an S-400 long-range missile as it was returning to base, the Russian Defense Ministry has claimed. The Soviet-designed MIL-MI-8 helicopter was taken down near the town of Gorodnya in Ukraine's Chernikov region, the ministry said at a morning press briefing on Friday, today, day of recording. The area is located around 30 kilometers from the Russian border. 
the helicopter, according to the ministry, was used in the April 14 attack on the village of Klimovo, Klimovo in Russia's Bryansk region on the other side of the border, leaving eight residents injured, including a two-year-old boy and his pregnant mother. Russia said two Ukrainian helicopters fired at least six missiles at the village after approaching at low altitude. The Defense Ministry also said it delivered a cruise missile strike on a military target in the Ukrainian capital and opt for more in response to any terrorist attacks and acts of sabotage conducted by the Kiev nationalistic regime on Russian territory. Russian warplanes hit seven targets in the Ukraine overnight, the update said. One of them was described as a unit of mercenaries from a Polish private military company in the Kharkov region. The ministry claimed that up to 30 Polish mercenaries were killed. Uh, I have seen other stories on this, but again, seeing stories is not verification of uh, authenticity of that information. We can only take that at face value. This strike upon Kiev was warned, uh, if not yesterday, then the day before in in response to things. Uh, these these low-level helicopter attacks, they, the Russians have obviously had enough. The Russian armed forces will increase the scale of missile strikes on objects in Kiev in response to the attacks of the armed forces of the Ukraine on Russia. The number and scale of missile strikes against targets in Kiev will increase in response to any terrorist attacks or sabotage on Russian de uh, territory, Russian Defense Ministry spokesman Igor Konoshenkov said on Friday. Tonight, high-precision, long-range, sea-based caliber missiles attacked a military facility on the outskirts of Kiev. Wow. That's a that's a heck of a distance. We'll have a look at a map in a little little while. As a result of the attack on the Zulyansky Vizar machine building plant, workshops for the production and repair of long-range and medium-range anti-aircraft missile systems as well as anti-ship missiles were destroyed. Interesting, said Konoshenkov. Earlier, Konoshenkov said that if the Ukrainian army continues its attempt to sabotage and strikes on Russian territory, then the Russian armed forces will strike at decision-making centers, including in Kiev. Uh, let's have a look here. So uh, this was a map that was shared uh, last night claiming these are the air raid sirens that were going off across Ukraine. This was around the time that the Moskva was being reported as damaged and subsequently sunk. Uh, this is one I shared in response saying that I I was a little bit concerned about the ferocity of, of response as a result of the Moskva. We'll follow up on that just shortly now. The fate of the crew of the sunken cruiser Moskva became known. The crew of the missile cruiser Moskva, which sank while being towed during a storm, was taken to Sevastopol, a source in the maritime circles told TASS. The crew was delivered to the point of permanent deployment, the source of the agency confirmed. Back to Armchair Warlord over on Twitter. Interesting thread here. I'll link it so you guys can have a look through. Uh, we've already heard about those caliber missiles. So let's go back to this map quickly. Uh, because this Krim, so this is Crimea. This is Odessa. So uh, we've got Odessa here, I believe, if you can see. So if the Moskva was near Odessa, we don't know quite how far. But if her and her other fleet sevastopol is down here just to give you an idea so right down in the south here and then obviously kiev is right up here so those caliber missiles i have no idea exactly how far that is but wow that's still that's like north of the country that the these ships can strike from uh, let's get back to his original thread 
All right, so, folks, quick thread before I hop off tonight because I've seen a, a brain-dead talking point making the rounds. Apparently, people think that without the Moskva, the Russian Black Sea Fleet will be vulnerable to air, air attack. Yena, they have seven air defense frigates. Uh, those naval buffs amongst you might enjoy these pictures. Specifically, they have three Admiral Grigorovich class frigates, three frigate like Project 22160 class patrol ships, and a very frigate like Stere Gushchi class corvette. Mm. And some other cool pictures. Unlike the Soviet era Moskva, these are new construction ships with completely modern fire control and air defense systems. The Grigorovich and the 22160 class ships mount a naval version of the SA-17 Buk, and the Steregushchi class has a S-350 VLS launcher. While the Buk system is somewhat shorter range, 50 versus 90 kilometers, than the naval S-300 system on the Moskva, this is a matter of degree rather than character. The Russians also have fighter aircraft and land-based SAMs to defend the Crimea and provide air cover to their fleet. Given the severely degraded state of the Ukrainian Air Force, there is basically no risk of air attack regardless. Critical thinking, people. Use it. I like that. Addendum, I have no idea what the current status of the Moskva is. My current theory is that it was badly damaged by an accidental fire or mine strike. The Ukrainians were cued to this by NATO and they sent some false flag transmissions in clear, suggesting it was sunk. We'll see. There have been zero anti-ship missile attacks by the Ukrainians thus far this war and the Moskva had formidable air defences, so I consider their official story extremely unlikely. They also haven't provided any video of launch, etc. I agree with um, certainly those last two points. The theory about mine strike I thought was fairly plausible. Obviously we've not not had any confirmation of that but we know turkey uh discovered some mines floating in their region of the sea and uh, even some sea mines have been employed in on land as uh, deterrents uh, i've seen quite a few pictures of that so this idea that a mine struck the moskva causing an ignition and subsequent detonation or um, detonation is not quite right is it from what they're saying caused a fire that resulted in the damage uh, i don't know then I've heard a rumor, I just cannot verify that the Moskva sank in just 40 meters of water and it's likely she'll be refloated and probably scrapped. Um, so there's there are still some other questions. The other, if we put my tinfoil commissar hat on again, um, I might even say that this, this could have been... Uh, I'm really reaching here now. But you know, all this, all this allegation is like false flag. If this was even say sabotage so we've got a 40 year old rust bucket basically <laughs> so what if you sacrifice the rust bucket you get all the crew off no no damages but then you say oh oh no the moscow has been damaged and then ukraine goes oh yeah yeah we did it oh great cool now we'll just bomb kiev <laughs> you see where i'm coming from all right yeah i'm reaching a bit far but hey hey stranger shit has happened hasn't it anyway to end on um uh, oh no, actually, I won't get to my funny story just yet. Uh, I saw this in the MOD. Don't you think that's a bit of a sign? They always put out these like um, patriotic ZV graphics every day, but this one popped up this morning. I thought that's quite telling, isn't it? I know it's the S, is it S300? It's like anti, I think that's the anti air, but still, I was like, the talk of these missile strikes, and then, <laughs> and then they post this. I thought, hmm consequence maybe 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Again, reaching a bit because uh, they must have them on rotation. Right, let's, let's get into some funny news before we wrap this up. Uh, Russian woman accidentally married herself. <laughs> a resident of Yekaterinburg married herself because of a mistake in the passport office. Uh, she, she got married in 2021, changed her last name, after which she needed a replacement passport. Having got married, the spouses never looked at the 14th page of the passport. This is common in Russia. So unlike in my English passport, which makes no mention of whom I'm married to or what, Russian passports have all this information. So uh, it's almost like a stamp of property for my wife. It's like, mm, she she <laughs> belongs to me. Uh, I mean, I'd have the same if I was Russian and had uh, had a Russian passport. But yeah, that's an interesting difference in quirk that I found quite amusing when I first came to Russia. So here we have, uh, when the bank checked the documents, a small problem was discovered. It turned out that the marriage stamp indicated that I myself was my spouse, only with my married name, the Russian woman explained. <laughs> Earlier it was reported that a resident of the city of Vorburg, the Netherlands, divorced her wife... Uh, excuse me, stupid Lenta. Divorced her wife and a year later decided to marry herself. According to her, this initiative helped her realise her own value and independence. Either that's big brain 2000 IQ stuff, or again, one of those European values that I don't think Russia really wants. Anyway, I'm going to wrap that up there. I think I've talked enough. Uh, thanks again for all your support. It's absolutely phenomenal. And I'm enjoying chatting to you all on Telegram. Uh, look after yourselves. Uh, I'll bring you up whatever news pops up as and when I can. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.